Stop that shit. God damn, nigga. I don't know, man. I don't know if half of y'all faggot ass niggas was even fucking alive when this shit came out, bro. I don't even think. <laughs> half of y'all was still swimming in your motherfucking daddy's nuts, nigga, when that shit came out. Y'all don't know shit about that. Y'all know shit about battle rap. Y'all don't know shit about real hip-hop and shit. This is King Known Uncensored. Um, we are probably going to go with the title... Um, Royce versus Lupe. <laughs> it's fucking fitting, right? Because that's the lead fucking topic of the day. I know a lot of y'all niggas don't give a fuck because y'all ain't in the lyrical rap. Y'all in the... <laughs> or I just pulled another bitch a motherfucker coat. I just robbed a motherfucker. You gotta know. You know what I'm saying? Y'all niggas into that bullshit. You know what I mean? Y'all either into that on the crying out of tune, nigga, or the... uh fake Detroit rapper or the real Detroit rapper. Them the only type of rappers that y'all niggas don't niggas listen to. Y'all don't y'all don't care about lyrics no more, man. But that was that um <laughs> LL Cannabis, man. Listen, bro. I don't know. That's a top 10 rap beef to me. That's up there, bro. That is whew. That was vicious. He said 99% of his fans don't exist. Honestly, bro, he didn't have to really do back where I belong after that, bro. Like, if you listen to LL back where I belong, dog, that's probably the most overkill shit that I probably ever seen, nigga. But there's it, no mad times and but, there's no but anyway, nigga. But who struck first? It was Royce the Five Nine. And uh, this nigga dug up Carlos 6 July Brody. God damn, that's a 2000s name. I remember that producer. He produced the song with, uh, with uh, Royce and Twista. But Royce released a diss track today called Silence of the Lambda. 
I mean, Royce's lines were very sharp, very smart, but it just seems like he was shooting at the target, then he was just like missing the fucking target. It was just like he was playing a game of a fucking <laughs> golden eye with a bunch of fucking dummies. And he was missing all of them, despite him having unlimited ammunition. Now, he did have some lines directed at him. I don't care what Mickey Fax has to say at Lupe. That's touche. I don't care for big gums or small teeth. That was a good line. I, I live hardly to incarcerate, incarcerate me is to kill softly. Either it's me or it's Bill Cosby. Ooh, good line. Good line. Let me see what else we got. We gonna do this for Kanye. If you can relate, that's Drake. We come shooting for Conway. Ruger, your face back straight. Really, bitch. Really, DeRoyce. Come on, man. Come on, man. No, man. Conway's off limits. Conway's facial condition is off limits, Royce. Don't do that. Um, let's see what else. Oh, this is a good line. A true MC, y'all doing them regular regular dance songs. You losing your teeth moving like using Kevin Durant comb. Oh my. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Royce did too much flexing of his punchlines instead of, you know, attacking the target at hand. We know you can rap, Royce. Now, this Lupe Fiasco. We wanted Malcolm X, Royce. We wanted who got bodied, Royce. We got a fake Jay-Z Royce who's saying nice things, subliminally dissing, but not really hitting the intended target enough. This is like a Floyd Mayweather fight. Man, I want to see a fucking Mike Tyson Evander Holyfield fight. I don't want to see a Floyd Mayweather fight, dude. Where it's a bunch of nice punches and you know, some dancing and expert defense. And HD Oh, oh, this line, this line caught my eye though. I'm the great MC, all the ladies see, y'all the latency in HD and 1080p and this shit for the publicity. You and Mick couldn't mix your written and spit as good as a pick of me. Nice line. I like that. It's hard to differentiate who O-Dog or, or Lorenz Tate. Hmm. Nobody argue, argue with Shaq while rooting for Dikembe. Wow. I like this line too. I'm Jill Scott playing Gil Scott Heron with Prem, her, and D'Angelo. Queen serving me cantaloupe, hammock low, swerve lambs on Atlanta roads, Earl Animal Mana Goat, Furs lambs on the Nana Goat. Man, this sounds like something that Eminem rapped. Sorry, Royce. Listen to, to, to the delivery. I can deliver it just like Eminem. With Prem, her, and D'Angelo, Queen serving me cantaloupe, hammock low. Swerve lambs on Atlanta roads, Earl Animal, Mana Goat, First Lamb or the Nana Goat. The Pearl Handle where ammo go, answer war with your girl Nana or on the go. 
Cancel culture's annual Santa Poe is the anecdote. <laughs> you believe this shit? <laughs> like, you can't, I can tell, like, that's some shit that Marshall would say, like, acapella on fucking, on a, on a cypher or something. But the real is, I'm from Detroit. I'm a Royce fan. And I'm sorry. This wasn't good enough. Now, it was great. Don't get me wrong. The wordplay is excellent. But hit your target, my man. It's like you're going to a shooting range. You hit and you miss every part of the body. Now, Lupe. Oh, man. The comeback was real. And Lupe, this nigga got disrespectful. You see, Royce, this is the problem. You underestimated Lupe thinking that he was going to be just lyrical, spiritual miracle like your ass. And you thought you were going to get into a sparring match with Lupe. And Lupe went below the belt. And that's what I like about diss songs. You know, I like the story of Adidon. I like shit like Sheether. You know what I'm saying? I like hit him up in ether. I don't, you know, take over. Nah, 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 nah. That's light work. I like, is that your chick? More than takeover. Because that was vicious. We knew who the fuck he was talking about. Even though he did kind of uh, viciously uh, assault Prodigy though on that song. But anyway, man. Oh boy. Lupe just came out the gate swinging. And he did not stop. I'm just saying. It takes niggas weeks. They need a comfort zone and some beats. Lambda, lambda, lambda. I think that shit is sweet. Now, pause. You know, all the greatest diss songs have pause moments. Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg. It sounded like they were running some prison shit on Uncle Luke. And then, (laughs) uh, DJ Quick, Dollars and Cents. It sounded like he was running some prison shit on MC8. And Lupe is no exception. This nigga really said... Lambda, lambda, lambda. I think that shit was sweet. I wish I could just kiss you on the cheek. (laughs) Pause, nigga. Alright. Let me see, let me see, let me see. Nigga, are you insane? What's the point in knowing how to point and aim if the niggas you gonna bang look exactly the same? What? (laughs) What the fuck is going on? What is going on? You see, I like this right here. If, uh, if this ain't cool, that's a motherfucking shame. This ain't no motherfucking game. I think you a motherfucking lame. Direct shit. We both wear glasses. The difference is I was in school thinking it was cool. You was thinking of skipping classes. Listening to your track record, I can see you was skipping classes. I did it on my first one and delivered to the masses. This is my part right here. Your songs are immemorable. Your verses are impenetrable. I didn't even listen to that diss record. I only fuck with you because of your interviews. I ain't even trip when you call me a bitch. I was like, look at Salem calling me a witch. <laughs> look at all look at all of the assists. If it wasn't for a premiere, you wouldn't be if it wasn't for if it wasn't for nigga, I got a dozen more. Hove think I'm Hove. Nas think I'm Nas. That's the trick. 
You ain't got to think when niggas already think you are. Wow. Your story crooked in your book, too. You passed the dumb shit. You would shoot somebody's son holding sun chips. Royce had a line about sun chips in the original songs. But this is where <laughs> this is where it got ugly, bro. This is where it got out of hand. Why the fuck is this playing this dumb shit? But then again, this we talking about this is yeah, there we go. Gangsta shit. Alright. This nigga said, I wish they would have left Biz here and fucking took you. Whoa! This is this rhyme scheme right here. This is what did it for me. From the podcast, I've been kind of skeptical. This ain't our first class. This is just one of the several. I ain't trying to bash you. It was like you was off your schedule. You was throwing more than jabs. I was like, this nigga is incredible. We had to fucking edit you. I don't know what vegan Detroit vegetable Dr. Sebi diet infected you to think that we were she shared the same metric somehow I was less than you. And I was the type of nigga that you could really get disrespect for, disrespectful to. I never lectured you. I, I get energetic and joke, but in real talk, nigga, I ain't never disrespected you. I'm going to punch you in your fucking face and we going to all think it's silly. I'm thinking like, won't this bitch nigga clean up his fucking city? Ooh. Damn, Lupe can't talk. Clean up the gangs in your city first before you disrespect ours. Anyway. <laughs> I mean, you got all of the clout. Know how to bring all the niggas out. You can walk the walk. I mean, we seen you walk all over your house. <laughs> wow. That line right there is what did it for me to give the nigga the W. But here's here's another. This is how Royce got Royce got fucked up right here. Perpetual sidekick nigga sort of a station that you used to. So you ain't got to get all extremely too personal on your albums when you're not surrounded by bigger artists to fucking boost you. Nigga, you called me. I didn't recruit you, but no regrets. I take it as a test. Said Lupe, you have to have some grace not to be so hazardly to put the truth all in their face. I learned that in the streets, niggas sweeping trash, keeping my city clean while you was talking about beating the niggas ass. This nigga said, fuck these monster drinking, new agent conscious thinking, very kind of day gangster tomorrow, one foot in they sorrow, the other foot in the trap. Killers who easily trigger by a little niggas attacks who have the audacity to ask rappers to rap. Oh my god. If he knew how to in seven minutes he did it. If he knew how to freestyle, he could have rented heaven for seven minutes and been done. Wow. Yeah, buddy. Um, Royce, I didn't reading the lyrics verbatim. You lost a little bit more than I thought you by a little bit more than I thought you did. I thought this was like maybe I don't know a fucking um 
three-point victory, but this is like a 15, and this is like a 10-point victory here that Lupe got. Oh, Jesus, man. SLR3, man, in the half. Like, y'all, 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 y'all niggas don't remember that first SLR, though. I'm just saying. That's a little bit before y'all time, y'all. Y'all was um getting your lunches packed. Still. Y'all was getting bad. Y'all still was getting bag lunches when when the original SLR came out. But anyway, man, I feel like Lupe won. But anyway, um the Golden State, let's move on to sports for a little bit. Before we get to Golden State, right? Giannis was at Chick-fil-A getting a 50-piece nuggets. And it was it was the people at Chick-fil-A, I was surprised that they didn't know who he was. Like the fans knew. But they were just treating him like a regular customer and shit. That was kind of weird to me. And did y'all see PJ Tucker get Jada Kiss drunk at the fucking celebration ceremony? I need to watch the whole clip of him because I only seen like 30 second clips. Anyway, let's move to the Golden State Warriors, right? The Golden State Warriors have a preference on who they want for another star to add to their team. And they said that they want Bradley Beal. And they are currently actively trying to trade their number seven overall pick. Not to get Beal, but I'm saying like when Beal's contract runs out, they want Bradley Beal. And I think he's a free agent next year. Shout out to Bradley Beal, though. That would be a hell of a... Whoo! He'd be the third Splash Brother for real. But they would probably have to give up their whole team to get him, though. Which is fine. You know what I'm saying? But I approve of that message. With all these niggas making big threes and super teams and all that shit. The Warriors can get Bradley Beal, but I think the Warriors have the best assets available for any one of these teams. They have the number seven pick, the number 14 overall pick. They have the second year player who was a rookie last year in James Wiseman. They have two years ago uh, the, the rookie that almost won sixth man of the year in Eric Pascal. They have Andrew Wiggins, sorry ass, who unfortunately is still a valuable piece to certain teams. Um, Jordan Poole, another young player that they have. So they have the assets to make a big trade. It's just getting the uh, a nigga to, you know, agree to it. But um, let me uh do this Ransom and Young T.O. album review before we get to 10 verses. Ransom. Oh, my Lord. That's all I was saying the whole time I was listening to this project. Now, if you, I mean, I've talked about Ransom on previous shows, and if you're a new fan, a new listener, um, Ransom was a cat that came up in the mid-2000s who um, was on heavy on the mixtape scene. He's a lot, he's known for rapping on DJ Clue mixtapes. He's a Jersey rapper. Him and Joe Button used to be cool. I mean, they had a falling out, and then they um, reconciled. So, um... Ransom released an album produced by Big Ghost called um, Heavy as the Head. And let me tell you something. He went into his Excalibur uh, wordsmith shit. This nigga lines. This nigga had a Deshaun Watson line that was out of control. He had a line about Al Heyman that was stupid. Like, to be honest with you, I'm going to be completely honest with you. 
I think four verses on this album are the top 15 verses I've heard all year. Now, whether they make the top six, you be the judge. Matter of fact, nah, bitch, I'll be the judge. Since it's my fucking awards, you bitch, you. I'm just saying. But heavy is the head. I mean, the Red Wedding was crazy. Um, Tyranny. Whew. All the King's Men with Mickey Fax was crazy. Um, um, A King's Ransom, the closer. I mean... It's only 25. The album's only 25, 30 minutes. It's worth the time. Trust me. If you, oh yeah, if you're, uh, if you listen to young shit, if you listen to commercial shit, if you're a commercialist, this ain't the album for you. I wouldn't listen to it. But if you like punchlines, real hip hop, come to Death Row. Okay. That's all I'm going to say about Ransom Heavy is the Head. Definitely one of the better projects of the year for sure. Shout out to Big Ghost. Damn, man, that nigga inspired me to write my own blog. Now I'm doing fucking audio podcasts now. But anyway, um, another project I checked out tonight, um, Young T.O. released his mixtape on my mama three. And, you know, I decided to give him another shot because I listened to his other projects and I could only really grab like three or four off of there. This one is actually pretty solid. At best, I give it a B minus. Um, I didn't know that, you know, I thought young T.O. can hold a note a little bit, but I was wrong. I think he was just trolling though. But, um, there's some tracks I liked. I liked, um, Hood Rich. I like Sliming. I like Demon Talk. Demon Talk was different. Outwitting the Devil. And the biggest surprise on this project is this nigga really had the audacity to dig up old ass Edie I mean from the outlaws bro and his verse was pretty good you know Edie I mean could rap there's no denying that but my thoughts are I'm like did this nigga just hear the song and say hey you know who would sound good on here Edie I from the outlaws Edie <laughs> ain't no way that I'm a rapper and I'm looking for the outlaws to be on my fucking song in 2021 I'm sorry no disrespect to Napoleon, Edie, you know what I'm saying, and Castro, you know, but <laughs> I'm not checking, and Young Noble, by the way, man, somebody told me I look like that nigga, ain't that a bitch, but anyway, let's move on to 10 verses, right, now, this person hails from West Philadelphia, if you didn't get that clue, I think you're fucking dumb, but this dude went, came out. He won the first hip-hop Grammy. He is an underrated rapper because of the era he came up in. And, you know, when he came out, super lyrical shit wasn't in yet. But then, you know, when, when lyrical shit did come into the game, he adjusted his game and he stepped it up and released classic summer anthems. And he also grew... Due to the IRS, uh, him owing money to the IRS, he became an actor. And then he became one of the highest grossing actors in, of all time. And one of the better actors, especially one of the better rapper turn actors in American history. And y'all need to leave him alone. 
about his relationship with his wife. Leave him alone. My candidate is Will Smith. Now I know I know a lot of niggas. I know the, uh, a lot of y'all hardcore hip hop niggas is gonna laugh at me, but I don't give a fuck, man. Fuck y'all and fuck your mamas. Will Smith can rap. There's no doubt about it. He's a top 100 rapper. There's no doubt about it. The nigga was in the game from like 89 to like 05, 06. And then he came out with new shit the last couple of years. New verses to remind you who the fuck, bitch. Did you forget who the fuck I was? <laughs> now, um, let's move on to number 10, right? Number 10 is recent actually it's recent as of a couple of years ago um he did a remix to his son's song icon right and he did a verse and i felt like that shit was nice and then he started rapping in spanish i was like man this dude is out of control (laughs) this nigga is out of control but i don't have this i don't own the song i'm about to go on youtube and get it because i don't really i didn't really like the remix like that i just like will smith's part and Will caught a body on here. I hate to say it, but he did. He killed that shit. You gotta give it give props to where props is due. Let me see. There we go. Then we made some icon children. You was raised in an icon village. Work hard and raise the icon ceiling. One day I'ma hand you all the icon villain and bounce. I'ma be an icon chillin'. Unico no quien siempre se colazo. Por eso tú me lecito mi caso. No quiero que me hables de fracaso. Tú ponme lo que quieras y yo raso. That nigga only had like a 12 bar. And that nigga just used the last four. But um, it's somebody I know that rap like that. <laughs> that you know niggas 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 was biting this shit but we're not gonna get into that tonight <laughs> we're not gonna do that tonight <laughs> but anyway number nine is a classic 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 nigga i don't think y'all niggas just understand like this is a classic i mean you heard this verse you can hear this verse anytime you can hear this verse damn near every day now you can hear this verse, but it's one of his best, bro. It's one of his most known, and you got to give credit to where credit is due. But anyway, we are going to um, do the um, number nine, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. <laughs> yeah, bitch. I mean, this shit is hard for him. You know what I'm saying? Gotta give it to him, man. Now this is a story all about how my life got flipped turned upside bro. down. And I'd like to take a minute and just sit right there. I'll tell you how I became the prince of a town called Bel Air. In West Philadelphia, 
Hotel in Bel Air. I begged and pleaded with her day after day, but she packed my suitcase and sent me on my way. She gave me a kiss and then she gave me my ticket. I put my Walkman on and said I might as well kick it. First class, yo, this is bad. Drinking orange juice out of a champagne glass. Is this what the people of Bel Air living like? Hmm, this might be all right. But wait, I hear the prissy bourgeois and all that. Is this the type of place? Yeah, man. That verse is iconic. Now, number eight. This song right here is definitely one of my favorite Will Smith joints because it's a message. You know, it's a message. You know what I'm saying? And this message still applies today. Today, goddammit. I know a lot of niggas is going to be like, why parents just don't understand they know here? I like the song more than the actual verses itself. I like that concept as well. But those verse, those verses were mid as hell. But the first verse on this song right here, still a message to this day, to this day, to this day. Girls ain't nothing but trouble. The first verse. Yeah, man, big facts, big facts, man. That's real shit. That shit's still going on, and that and back then it was definitely going on because a lot of chicks was yelling rape and niggas was getting locked up and shot and behind that shit, wrong being wrongfully accused of rape when it was consensual. Now you know they made a rule like yo ass got to go to jail if 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 you wrongly accuse a nigga of rape because that is called perjury. But anyway, man, number seven. Um, this this was this is what we call the corny rapper's delight. This is a corny menage. This is the cornball academy of the United Corny College Fund right here. Um, Logic ended up teaming up with Will Smith on a song called "Don't Be Afraid to Be Different," and I'm and Will Smith just kind of uh washed logic on this record i'm not going to even front this is recent this was on logic's album confessions of a dangerous mind and then this is one of the more overlooked tracks on the album but 
I didn't overlook this shit. This is number seven. Don't be afraid to be different. Be afraid to keep them horn. It's just different when they're different. Bad off tours. On the playground, I was Don't be afraid to be different, y'all. Yeah, yeah, we get into the meat and potatoes of this shit now. Also, um, actually released last year, um, Joyner Lucas did a tribute song to Will Smith called Will, and Will Smith and him were on IG Live, and all of a sudden, not not even 48 hours later, a remix popped up with a Will Smith verse on it, and he was returning the favor to Joyner on this record. And, you know, I don't think Joyner Lucas is corny. Now, Logic, that nigga is corny. <laughs> Logic Lamar and Logic Jermaine Lamar is fucking corny. But that, but I don't care, though. See, here's the thing. If you corny, all right, fine. Long as, you're, long as you can rap, long as you got bars, I don't give a fuck what you are, nigga. Long as you spitting bars... And you ain't on no weirdo shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm down with you. But um, we're going to get into Will Remix number six as soon as I can find the motherfucker. I know I can spell. <laughs> I know I can fucking spell, nigga. I mean, come on. All right, let's go. As I'm singing for toast, so give them a rose while they still alive. I'm feeling like real. I feel like a prince. I'm feeling myself. I'm loaded with bills. Cause I was a blessed with no one fill. Don't know how, how it feels. I wanted to flex. They told me to chill. I'm making a flip. My life is a flip. Now load up the flip. Yeah. You feeling like me? I feel like a prince that turned to a king. Found me a queen. Started a family and got me a team. On top of my dreams. Joiner, I know you inspired by me Like I was inspired by Nelson Mandela I give him a rose for every endeavor But shout out to Julius Irving One of the legends I worship Muhammad Ali put the work in He was the champ, the greatest, he earned it I love that you think that I'm perfect But I had plenty mistakes and burdens My grandmama thought I was worth it She always guided me when I was searching I wouldn't be me if it wasn't for her I wouldn't be Willie, I couldn't be me if there wasn't no Eddie I wouldn't be Will if I wasn't from Philly Ain't nothing much that you really can tell me Willie been cold since Benny and Jerry Must have forgot that I really get streaming sales way before all the itunes and the fans had to get cds still 60 million records sold i was on fire i ain't need a grill did it all with no cuss words i ain't had to curse just to keep it real being jazz in the late writing rhymes make takes daily fresh prints make the waves crazy rest in peace to james avery even when the streets call me corny i still ain't never let the hate break me i just wanted to respect first i still ain't never letting fame change me knew me but i'm old school Big Willie on the Pro Tour, still fresh and I'm so smooth. I still got on my old shoes. I get Jada 1000 kisses, ain't nothing changed since so too. Martin Lawrence get a rose too. He a legend and a go too. 
pushing limits and you make it cool. Join a Lucas, what made to lose? You a legend and I make it too. What a beauty, my life's a movie. I swear I'm only on take two. All my kids turned out great, and I know your son gonna be great too. Brick by brick, building a wall that no one could break. Flip by flip, glad I can help so you could be straight. And life's a trip, but who can relate? The legends are gone, but it ain't too late to give them a rose and carry the grace, cause not every hero is wearing a cape. I'm feeling like well. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. The fact that he not only switched his fucking flow up, it, he adjusted to the current standards of everything. He adjusted to the current flow, and he matched Joiner flow by flow. Now, that's a legend for your ass. Now, number five, this is on his most popular song. Sorry, Will, but probably one of the most corniest songs ever made. But at the same time, this third verse right here was pretty impressive. You know, it's a rumor that Nas wrote this song. I don't see his name in the credits, so I'm not going to really... I might have to relook that shit up, but whatever, man. Number five, the third verse on getting jiggy with it. I mean, come on. Alright, let's go. All right, yeah, but um, you know, I when I get in certain moods, I'll put this shit on. <laughs> if it comes on, you know, it just depends on my mood whether I skip it or not. You know what I'm saying? But um, number four, um, this song was on the Men in Black soundtrack. No, it's not what you think, but it was the other song on the Men in Black soundtrack. I think it's a it's one of his best songs. It's probably one of his three best songs. You know, when he's doing his little rock him impression or whatever and shit. <laughs> yes, Will, I, we caught you, nigga. You gotta be original, Nick. Niggas, 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 niggas can't bite the great Shala Rock him. Yeah, but anyway, number four, just cruising first, verse one. Let's go. Break 
Yeah, buddy. Oh, man. Hey, history lesson. Do y'all know who's singing on that hook? Y'all got to take a minute. Uh, well, I'm not going to take a minute, motherfucker. Shit, I'm already, like, running at 40 minutes doing this shit. Fuck that. That's that's Pam. That's Pam from fucking Martin singing that fucking hook. Yeah, we all knew that she could sing any fucking way. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure she was probably, like, 5K, 20K at the most of a feature back then but um <laughs> number three um on the same soundtrack obviously i mean come on we had to choose one of those verses um we're gonna go with the first verse on men in black so let's go Nah, 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 we ain't gonna give you that, nigga. <laughs> oh, no, my brother, you gotta get your own. <laughs> Number two, um, <laughs> speaking of the Rock Him impression, um, this is arguably DJ Jazzy Jeff and Will Smith's biggest song. I mean, it's one of the most known. Every summer, you gotta hear that. If you don't play that shit at a picnic, something's wrong with you. You're on crack. You're on cocaine. There are certain songs you got to play at a picnic. You got to fucking play Amazing Frankie Beverly. You know what I'm saying? You got to play that motherfucking... Um, oh, it's another fucking song. Groove Me. You got to play that shit. You got to play... Um, <laughs> uh, it's another song. I can't fucking... Oh, I'll Take You There. Yeah. Then you got to play this fucking song right fucking here. All right, them are the four songs that you got to play at a fucking picnic. And um, the, we're going to go to the third verse of this song. It's called Summertime, where Will Smith just, oh, this nigga just bit Rakim's entire flow. I'm sorry, man, but you got to be honest. You stole it. About the back, the fourth, the beat, the back, the guy. You stole it, man. You stole that man flow. You could have gave him writing credit. You could have paid him. Drake had Drake stole my man entire verse. Drake stole rapping forte whole verse for who do you love and had to give up five hundred grand to him. <laughs> Come on, man, give pay rock him, Will. Drake. 
storm. Sitting with your friends, y'all reminisce about the days growing up and the first person you kiss. And as I think back, makes me wonder how the smell from a grill could spark up nostalgia. All the kids playing out front, little boys messing around with the girls playing double dutch. While the DJ spinning a tune as the old folks dance at your family reunion. Then six o'clock rolls around. You just finished wiping your car down. So you go to the summertime, hang out, it looks like a car show. Everybody come looking real fine, fresh from the barbershop, applying the beauty salon. Every moment fronting and maxing, chilling in the car, they spend all day waxing. Leaning to the sides, but you can't speed through two miles an hour, so everybody sees you. There's an air of love and of happiness, and this is the Fresh Prince's new definition of summer madness. Now, um, yeah, man, y'all can see the rock him sweat just dripping off this nigga. Pause. But y'all niggas know what time it is. Number one. Now, this is not what you think it is. I don't care. Like, no, Wild Wild West did not make it, bro. Stop it, man. Stop. No, man. No. Switch didn't fucking make it. Just the two of us didn't make it, bro. And that fucking Will 2K shit, don't even bring that whack-ass shit up to me. Don't do that. But no, this song right here, when I heard it, I was, when I heard it again for the first time in like 15, 16 years, I was like, whoa, I forgot about this shit. This shit was, this sounded straight fucking, fucking 90s, nigga. Like this beat, fucking bass line, the the fucking hook. That's some 90s type shit. But the third verse, Will Smith switches up the flow. And this nigga, I don't know. I don't know who was the first. I think Will Smith might have been the first rapper to incorporate the stutter into rap, bro. Because when he started stuttering on that bitch, I was like, okay, I never, you know, this song I think came out in 1993. But number one is Boom Shake the Room, bro. The third verse. I'm just saying, like, this nigga killed that shit, too. It's not like no, nah, dog. You remember the freestyle on the radio, you know what I'm saying? He did, like, around, I don't know, 06, 07, the show, like, hey, I'm old as fuck, but I'm, I'm still nice. This is just one of those moments, man. Let's go. <laughs> But sometimes I get nervous and start to stutter And I fumble every word I utter So I just try to chill But it gets worse and worse and still I need to get you proud to get into it They help me calm down and I can get through it So higher, higher, get your hands to the ceiling Let it go, y'all don't fight the feeling Might get a stranglehold, sweat pouring And like Jordan, you're my scoring Yeah, that's right, y'all, and I am in the Yeah, man. Now I know, I know, I know. Jordan and scoring. Yeah, that by that in 1993, that line was hot. Okay, because Mike was Mike was coming off that three peat, and I'm pretty sure they definitely used this song in like one of those Bulls programs. 
But, you know, if your niggas say Jordan and scoring now, they'll think that it's whack. But I bet you if little baby said that shit, y'all niggas would go crazy and act like that was the hottest line of the fucking year. I bet you if fucking Drake said that shit, y'all be sucking his motherfucking dick. I bet you that shit. But anyway, that's my show for the night. I appreciate y'all for checking out King Known Uncensored. You know what I'm saying? Royce versus Lupe, and I am out of here.